she stared around in confusion and horror at the landscape before her. It was barren and desert-like, though dust appeared to blow instead of sand. She choked and blinked as it stung her face and got in her eyes. Where are we? At least her voice was back. Welcome to the future, Carrie. The general will be along in a moment, so I must leave. As I said, things to do. What's going on here? Where are we, and what am I supposed to do? You can't just leave me here. His tone was soothing. No, not for long. As I said, the general will be along shortly. I doubt you'll see me again. That's what the timeline indicates anyway. I'll only reappear if an obstacle becomes so insurmountable that you two can't work it out on your own. I don't see that happening for you. So I'll bid you and sweet Penny goodbye. Wait just a minute. Before she could finish the words, the light flashed again, this time surrounding only Freyden wrote, and then he was gone. She stared at the spot where he had been for a moment before more dust blew into her eyes, making her blink and look away. She looked down seeing her largest piece of luggage alongside a smaller bag for Penny. And that was it, other than her dog. What had he said? Welcome to the future? She wanted to deny what she was seeing, to pretend it had all been a hallucination but it was increasingly difficult to do so as the seconds ticked past. She'd never seen a landscape like this before. It was as though all the life had been drained from it, and she couldn't recall ever seeing a picture of such a desolate place on Earth. Where was she? Had he brought her into the future to a different planet? It sounded insane. But after the last few minutes... She was finding it increasingly difficult to reject the idea. She looked around, recalling Freyden's words that the mysterious general would soon appear. Since she had no idea what he looked like, what his purpose was, or why she was there, she wasn't certain if she should be looking for his arrival with anticipation or fear. Just because Freyden had told her not to be afraid— didn't mean she was going to choose that option. He might have seemed harmless and benign, but he had still kidnapped her and brought her to wherever this place was without any clear answers. The wind was strong, howling in her ears. Combined with the dust, it restricted her range of view. One moment it was just her and Penny, and the next there were three large blue beans standing in front of her. Penny whimpered and pressed against her leg, and she put a hand on the dog's head in an absent-mindedly soothing fashion as she trembled with fear. The closer they got, the more they looked human, though the faint blue skin was strange. So were the luminescent blue lines running through their bodies, they looked almost like veins, but not entirely. As they approached, she squinted and tentatively identified the pattern of blue lines 
as more closely resembling circuitry than a vascular system. She was really shaking now, and though it was cold, it was mostly terror that made her tremble. When the largest one stepped forward, her head spun, and she could barely remain upright. He sounded surprised when he spoke, but his words were more surprising still. This is where Rote said to meet him. Who are you, and where is the celestial mate's agent? For the first time in her life, Carrie swooned like an honest-to-goodness Victorian heroine. Without smelling salts to revive her, she simply collapsed forward, passing out as the ground grew ever closer.